Thank you for visiting Discontinued On Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking in the museum. And remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you will get lost. And if you need this translated into your home language or furbish, please let them know at the front desk and they'll give you translation headphones. Welcome back, everyone. Woo-hoo! It is season two. We made it. Disc- woo of discontinued on display. We're back, baby. I am Chris, and I'm Matt. Oh, right. I have to introduce myself. We do need yeah, to tell I, them I, yeah, who I'm, we are. Yes, you know. I, I just assume I'm now like wildly famous from this podcast. We are. Everyone just you know knows who I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited to be back for for season two. Um, not that I like didn't think we would be, but it's been a, like a, a long layoff, or feels like a long layoff, even though it's been like what a month and a half. It's been even. about a month, and I mean, I texted you the other day that this just creeped up on me i was like oh wait we need to record like we need <laughs> we, to like we have do episodes coming out in, like eight days <laughs> like oh my gosh we need to like do our research we need to do this in my head i'm like we're gonna get so far ahead we're gonna record a bunch and then that didn't happen i was just kind of enjoying my my time off not having to to manage this uh, virtual museum we have going here. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, okay, I got I got some questions about the lore of our museum here to begin. The lore that you built? Uh, no, I mean, yes, but uh, just in terms of, like, operational things. I have operational questions of our museum. Okay. Like, we're still open, right? Like, our food exhibit isn't gone. It's still there. You can no, go. No, no, it's the, well, so technically, yes. Yeah. But in my brain, the way it worked is, you know, when an exhibit hall closes down at a museum and um, they refurbish and now there's a new exhibit there, that's what I imagine has happened. Okay, that, but then that are we just an empty, are we just a like one time museum that just has one exhibit that rotates and we like close the museum in between exhibits? No, I imagine the uh, main exhibits are about you and me. Oh, 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 that's nice. <laughs> and then we rotate out like actual educational material oh. to keep it fresh and oh. exciting. Wow. So it's like our life story and there's like, like home videos of us. Yeah. And oh, wow. I'm I, where, how did I sign on to this legally? I, I Your mom emailed good. it all to me She and, and signed the rights. So you have no rights here. Or was it one of those Apple things? Like, you know, when I hit, I agree, exactly. it was just in that. It was in that. Okay. percent. Okay. I was I was questioning this at like two a.m. one day when I was like preparing. I was like, "Wait, how does our museum work? Do we have all the time exhibits? What's like this was these? I are mean, the theoretically, things. we also could say that we have a wing that has food still in it, and then oh, we open this brand new wing, and while this wing is running, we're gonna change out food for whatever season three is gonna be. Okay. 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 Like and there's just me- two big gold framed portraits of us um right when you walk in instead of full exhibits looking really they are painted portraits like like so it's not just like a picture of us they're i imagine for us it would be like the haunted mansion ones the dueling ones in the barroom scene that that are since we were always fighting over who was running the museum uh, just pulling out and shooting each other with old pistols 
Yes, I feel like uh, you know we need to like uh, put that bit to rest, and that you know oh, no, our done. lawyers and us talked, and now we've all got how the hierarchy works. Um, and it's so complicated that we can't explain it to you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we just you know yeah. we we kept it simple. We, you know, it's, it's a fifty fifty split now. But I'm so excited to come back and to be doing this new season. I, this was the season when we first talked about doing the show. Food was not like not that I didn't love doing food, but food was not the initial topic that I was like jazzed about. This one was, so I'm so excited to be talking about toys. Um, this one, I know I'm going to hit some nostalgic hits and. Our first episode back definitely does hit some nostalgic hits, and it was requested by oodles of people. Uh, so many people said, please do this topic, please do this topic, please do this topic. And I'm uh, so happy we're doing this topic yeah. because this was, a- as usual, like this is just a ton of fun to do research for. I, I mean, I do uh, uh, the Beers and Ears podcast. Um, shout out to our other podcast on the Sorcerer Network had to get a shameless plug in. Um, and so absolutely like doing research for that one, like Disney stuff. A lot of times it's just watching movies and other stuff like that. But a lot of times it's movies that I've seen before and I'm just kind of reminding myself of it. And with this, like every time you uncover something that you just didn't realize and it becomes a ton of fun to like unearth these insane stories. So for season two, if you haven't guessed by our topic, we're doing toys and we're kicking it off with uh, the Furbies. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, I have a question. Yeah. Is it is the plural of Furbies Y-S or... I-E-S. I-E-S. It's like a, like, it's a dictionary word. Like, if you try to type it in wrong, it's going to give you the red bar. And when you right-click, it's going to say F-U-R-B-I-E-S. Okay, thank you. That's That was my first question. Also, the plural of Furbies is Furbies. The plural of Furby is Furbies. Yes. Yes. Just, yes. To, just yes. to poke at you a little bit. Yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, I mean, I think we start with kind of history. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think there was going to be that much in the history section, but holy cow, the no, development really of this was really it. interesting. I mean, there's a lot of science, too, like that I thought was really kind of cool, too. So, Let's kick this off. So uh, Furby first hits market in 1998. Um, originally, it was this was I was a little unclear on. I think it was originally released by Tiger Electronics and like real fast after that Hasbro picks up like Tiger Electronics is founded in. Oh, that's a, that's a different thing. So Tiger Electronics buys it in 98. And then also they become a subsidiary of Hasbro in 98. And so it's a Hasbro thing. Um, and Hasbro pretty much right out the gate does Furbies. Now, just because I was a little weird, I did a little bit of research into Tiger Electronics. And Tiger Electronics made a lot of the big electronic toys. Like the that uh, it was in Home Alone, the radio Walkman thing that Macaulay Culkin talks into. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Tiger Electronic. Um, but I, I almost spit when I saw this. I got so excited because you guys would probably remember how often... Things had home bases in Illinois. So did Tiger Electronics. My goodness. It was founded in 78 and its headquarters was in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Really? Yep. My my, uh, in-laws live. My wife grew up there. Yep. So you have to ask her if she uh, is it still there? I doubt it because they got bought into Hasbro absorbed them. So then Hasbro would theoretically be their home base now. I'm going to have to ask them at the next family get together. Yeah, if they know about this. Um, And then Furby was created by two gentlemen, 
um, again, who have really interesting backgrounds, and I was really obsessed with this, was David Hampton and Caleb Chung. And so David Hampton was this just kind of technological whiz kid. And by the age of 13, he was fixing radios. He got a job doing like electronics. And then he joins the Navy and he joins the Navy specifically to study electronics and becomes a special, like his specialty in naval and military electronics is aviation technology. So a man who was fixing radios at the age of 13 and is specializing in aviation for the military built a Furby (laughs) alongside uh, Caleb Chung, who is the opposite. He had no big formal education in electronics. He came from a pretty, um, not impoverished, but a lower, a lower income family. And he credits a lot of his like creativity and his ability to think outside the box to the fact that he was brought up with not as much money as everybody else had that I guess he would have had to use his imagination a little bit more, you know, to like, have fun and enjoy his time. And so he's kind of the creative mind behind what is Furby going to do and why does it exist? And the reason uh, Furbies became a thing was that uh, David Hampton and Caleb Chung, they were at a toy festival, like one of the, like the conventions where toys get unveiled um, and they saw the Tamagotchi and Caleb Chung felt that the big issue with Tamagotchi, like cool toy, but you couldn't pet it. And so he wanted to create something that you could pet and bing, bang, boom, you get a Furby. I love that it's that simple. Like it, like it, it was that simple that caused the Furby. Cause I mean, Tamagotchis were huge and even Tamagotchis oh, yeah. might be something we hit on this season. Um, in true, our fashion, I guess we have not talked about what all this season is. And, but part of that is, is because we want to wait for suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we like when people suggest things to us and we try to, to curate based on what the people want. Um, you know, we like to listen to the people of our town. Uh, but yeah, like the uh, whole idea was Tamagotchis were so huge, the idea of taking care of a pet, but the big thing with a pet is sitting and petting them. And that was the problem. And it worked. It was like, it, it's such a simple, like, ah, oh, we'll just make it so you can pet it. And people definitely bought it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Kayla, so I was talking to Matt before we recorded. There's this really cool, and if you can go find it, I, I was just really fascinated to see Caleb Chung. He does an interview kind of about his career and he, he talks about Furby and you can see how much he enjoyed it. But even he can acknowledge, he's like, they were a little uncanny, which I was just, I, that tickled me. But uh, first off, cool thing. They were originally going to be called Furballs. Yeah. And then he changes their name. Uh, they changed the name to Furby, but you can see the original prototype and I'm going to try and screenshot it and put it on our Instagram. Uh, but you can see the prototype, which is smaller. It's all, to me, it's, looked like the size of the mcdonald's plastic furby and it had the just it looks like it's seen some stuff it looks like it's been to war and back like its eyes are all wonky it's got matted fur and it's discolored it looks like it's seen better days um and he has it next to the actual finished uh furby um and he just kind of talks about the story and about creating the furby and the science behind what's in the furby um matt you're usually a little bit more well-versed on the science of things. Well, I I was shocked at how technologically advanced this toy mm-hmm. was because, you know, I mean, this came out when I was, uh, you know, a preteen. And so for me, it was just like something that, that talked and I could push buttons and feed and wow, isn't this cool. Did but you have one? My grandpa did. 
Your um, grandpa owned a Furby? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sure there's a story behind it, but he bought a Furby. And I don't know why. And so he had one. And so it was it was per- my pa- for my parents. This had to have been like the perfect thing because we could go to grandpa's house who lived in Wisconsin. We lived in Michigan and play with a Furby and then go home. <laughs> and like, I remember playing with it and it was fun. I enjoyed it. But I, I, you know, younger me just didn't understand all that was in it. So, I mean, it was they could communicate with each other. And the reason for their popularity was because of there was this apparent intelligence to it Mm -hmm. that there is a language of furbish. It's a language of short words, simple syllables and other various sounds. And so like your Furby would when you got it would start with these like. I'm I'm totally butchering it because I can't speak Furbish, sorry. But it would learn English over time and use less Furbish, which is wild to me. Mm -hmm. And then they could also talk to each other and there was like an infrared port in its eyes. And for like early 2000s, that that's huge for a kid's toy. And mm-hmm. I, that's why they made that. That's why it was so popular. And because they could talk to each other that made it so you had to collect them. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people did. I mean, I know the Disney store did this with their toy story, talking action figures where you can now buy them, where they'll interact with each other and talk to each other. Yeah. It's um, now they don't like learn phrases. They just have like three predetermined phrases that they'll talk to each other. But still like that, that's the technology of like, Mm -hmm. there's an infrared thing that, that uh, look how technical I'm being that they talk to each other. (laughs) So during that time, I said, you're good with the science. I might need to revoke that comment. Science. Um, So I just found it very, very funny. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is not sciencey. Uh, did you read that in Sweden they had to change the spelling of Furby? No, why? Oh, why? It's it's really not that. It's just kind of funny. Um, it's a town in Sweden that like there's a church ruin there, and so in order to avoid confusion, they changed it to Furby, but it's B E E at the end. Mm. So I just thought that was very funny that that they were foreseeing that someone would somehow be in a conversation and get confused and like either go to the town or, Hey, I'll meet you in Furby or let's meet at the Furby. And I'm going to buy my daughter Furby for Christmas. (laughs) The whole, the whole town, just the ruins. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, that just was a random fun fact. Oh no, that is really cool. I didn't see that. I love that. So, you know, I kind of talked a little bit about why these were so popular, but did you find anything else of like what? Cause these, they came on the scene and they became the hot toy. So essentially though, and this is, this was what Caleb Chung says in his interview. And I, I didn't dig that much deeper. I took it straight from the horse's mouth. This guy invented it. He was there. He was like on the front lines of it, you know? And it was the reason it, it got so popular and it was so exciting was because toys before that point that talked were, push this button and the little voice box inside of me is going to do something. But the Furby was aware. The Furby was almost alive. And again, he says, that's also kind of the reason it declined in popularity is because people felt it was alive. Now I did not have the pleasure of owning a Furby, but my godmother's daughters had Furbies. So my two cousins had Furbies and each of them had one. And my godmother hated them. 
And I, I was a kid of the nineties that, you know, you saw the commercials, everyone oh, yeah. wanted the Furby. And I would be like, oh, can I see it? Can I talk? And she was like, absolutely not. She's like, that thing is here. It's facing the wall. It hasn't talked in days. And if you touch Christopher, if it talks, I'm blaming you. No, we're not touching the Furbies. Um, and I talked so- to someone at work today that had a swing for theirs. And, um, and then, and it would, and it would randomly like wake up in the middle of the night and be like, bright lights, bright lights. And she's like, there's not any bright lights. <laughs> so, so I like a, a fun tangent story before I talk more about like the Furby and it's like decline and it's popularity. Um, when I was 19, I took my first friendcation with just my friends and we went to Wisconsin Dolls. And I thought it'd be funny to get my hands on a Furby. I got one for like 20 bucks on eBay. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. I've looked into That's another part. I, I've looked into You know me. I checked the eBay on this. Um, and I put some batteries in it. Two of the other people I was with knew about it. And I hid it in somebody's suitcase so that it would start going off a- at night. And she got so angry about it. She was like, what is this? Who put like, and it ends up, we were in one of those rooms that had like separate sleeping areas and then a common living area. So it ends up in the common living area. I sneak out and I take it and I put it in the communal bathroom, which happens to be most of their bathrooms. And I hide it behind the door. So we're all up in the morning and we're all talking. And um, one of the, one of the group was not a morning person. And she Different person than um, who had, it, this was not the same uh, girl who it had been in her suitcase. She shuffles to the bathroom and she doesn't turn on the lights first. I think she just like shuts, like, it, like in one swift motion, like takes her pants down, shuts the door and sits and then hits the light switch. And she says, she looks up, hits the lights. And at that same moment, she sees the Furby sitting on the floor. It opens its eyes and goes, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and we had all heard the, we'd all like heard the door shut and a brief pause. And then what the, some stumbling as she rip roars out of there going, how did, like screaming, how dare you put this in there? I about pissed myself. Just all this. It was the funniest thing I'd ever done with Furby. And it, yeah. So they're very uncanny and they're a little terrifying. That being said, these things were, cause they were so new. Like you said, this new exciting technology it blew up these stats. Did you see the stats about their sales within their first couple of years? Cause those were fascinating. I did read them off. Like it, it's oh. insane. So it debuted in New York at a small toy store in New York and it ended up not a small toy store, but like a, like their like kind of their version of Toys R Us. Um, it was FAO Schwartz, right? Was that it? I think it was I, FAO Schwartz. I didn't write it down. I can't remember. So we're going to say it's FAO Schwartz. And <laughs> great facts here we have at the museum yeah. with the discontinued. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a toy store. It was a, it was a toy store. Um, and it just debuts. It's only at this toy store. And by the end of the first week, they have a back order list for thirty five thousand Furbies. By the end of its debut year in nineteen eighty one, one point eight million Furbies had been sold total. By ninety nine, fourteen million were sold total. And after three years of it being on shelves, there were forty million Furbies sold out in the world. The original price for a Furby was thirty five dollars, but when it was first released that holiday season in ninety eight, you know, when a big hot toy comes out, like think Tickle Me Elmo, it, everyone bought one, and people probably bought several. So they were getting resold 
at um, as little as $100, some going as high as several hundred dollars. That's absolutely nuts. And okay, I was thinking about this because, uh, you know, the, the big thing about this toy of, of the reason of its downfall, there's a whole bunch of stuff. But the big thing was it's creepy. It's that's terrifying. The big, that's, that's the big thing. But like, what toy isn't a little bit scary? Like, or a little bit weird. Like, is Tickle Me Elmo really, like... Oh, no, is, there's there's horrible that's things. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, some Barbies aren't that bad, or G.I. Joe isn't that bad. There are some weird ones, and there's some weird ones I'd love to talk about. But, like, like Cowboy... Are you going to say Cowboy Woody is creepy? I mean, it, it, like, I'm not saying all toys, but it seems like all of these, like, It toys, like, the It toys of the season are just weird. Mm-hmm. They're just all very, very weird. I mean, the 90s was a very weird time. I mean, you're not wrong. Defense. I mean, think of like, think of, we talked about this a lot with food. All the weird ways they marketed things. Like the kids with the big hair for the yogurt commercial or the Wonka stuff. Or like, I remember, because when I was a kid, Game Boy Colors came out. Yeah. And it was not, they. I never remember a commercial for just the Game Boy Color. It was always paired with a Pokemon game. Always. And you would always see like the, it was the guy driving the bus and he picked up all the Pokemon and then he brought them to the like the car compactor that would crush his bus. So that it turned it into the Game Boy and they were all like trapped inside like c- commercials for toys were inherently well, a little weird. I mean, ultimately, all commercials. Do you remember? Um, do you know who Mr. Six is? Mr. Okay. Six. Yes, I'm, Mr. Six. I'm going to uh, Google this, it, but keep talking. Oh, uh, I'm. I want. Okay, I'm gonna pause because I want to see your face when you see who Mr. Six is. A picture of Mr. Six. Okay, there's a movie. Toy. No, this is not a toy. This is a. This oh, is a, oh, the Six Flags Man. Yeah, the Six Flags Man. Okay, I didn't know he had a name. Why does yeah, this that's Mr. Six thing and, exist? And, and, did you and think those, I looked up the actual man? Because there's a toy, and it's really upsetting. Yes. So, uh, Mr. Six. Uh, for those of you that don't know, this I promise this tangent has a point. Uh, is is the was the mascot i maybe still is for six flags the bald one that did yes the he dance. was a bald like old guy and this was of course a, like a 90s like 2000s commercial and so essentially what would happen is like there's a whole bunch of iterations of these ads which are all fantastic but like the first ad is like you know there's this town that is all work and no play but that all changed on one fateful day and so this Mr. Six drives up in his bus and he's really, really old and he gets out and everyone like looks at him and then he plays, um, we like to party by the Vega boys and, um, dances around and like gets everyone to come to six flags with him. It, it is a, it is a wild ride. And then there's a whole iteration of like two kids at a golf course and, uh, two kids that are really, really hot and need to go like cool off at a water park there's a haunted one where like a girl answers her phone and it's, we like to party by the Venga boys. I remember <laughs> that one. Yeah. It's. And so like that was advertising and clearly it did something because yeah. six, flags, six flags, like <laughs> people were going to six flags. And so ads were just, now it feels like ads have to be like this cool chic. And if they're funny, they have to be clever, but not like too outrageous. And even like kids ads feel just more toned down than what they were in the nineties. That's because everyone was like off their rockers on Josta. (laughs) Yes, they were chasing the Panther. They were trying to do the good stuff now. 
Yeah, yeah, doing that good stuff now, you know. <laughs> um, so I, the other thing that I very much loved about my research was, did you see that Furbies were banned in the NSA and the Pentagon? No. Yes, because there was a myth that pe- so a lot of people thought was true was that Furbies repeated what you said. Uh, and that's not true. <laughs> Furbies don't repeat what you say. They learn English, but they don't repeat what you and say. They, according to Caleb Chung, they don't really learn English. Like they're kind of programmed to over time start using certain phrases that are already there. Exactly, exactly. Like there's no there like there's no AI like learning AI. It's all pre-programmed, but it just feels like it's learning. But yes, the NSA and the Pentagon banned them in their buildings because they thought the Furbies would talk about government secrets. Yeah, that's the and, thing I worry about. It was going to fall secrets. in 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 uh into uh, horrible hands. I want a copy of the memo, the government memo that went out <laughs> that said, you will not have Furbies in the building. <laughs> like, I, I need to see that. Oh, my gosh. Well, kind of luckily and unluckily. Well, actually, I think that memo does need to exist because Furbies get a little bit advanced as we go down the timeline here. So they go away in like 2007 mid mid 2000s they vanish um and there's a couple reasons the two big ones i found were um people believe that webkins kind of replaced the excitement that was the big new toy and it completely replaced furbies and also there was too much there was more supply than demand at that point they had gotten so weird and so wild with all these different colors and shapes and the specialty kinds that no one wanted or needed them anymore it's kind of like not like i like these and i still collect them it's kind of like pop figures there's too many. There's no yeah. reason that that many exist. Like there's super weirdly niche ones that I see every now and again. Like, I'm like, why is there a, like there, like there's like American hero pop figures. And there's like, as much as I do want them, but I still think they're weird or Candyland pop figures or like, yeah, there's, there's pop figures. I mean, there's like real people pop figures. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't need a pop figure of Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> exactly. Like weird stuff like that. So that those were to me the big the big reasons they go away. Did you find any others? I mean, it's with any fad where it, it, it just like we become disinterested. I think the technology was a big part of it that you're right. Like Webkins comes out and mm-hmm. now that's pairing with the Internet. And so that's kind of the next mm-hmm. logical step in toys, especially if you look at. I mean, I'm sure there's a there's a thousand toys in between this, but Tamagotchi, Furby, webkins you're seeing like the big major breakthrough step there so i mean it was like any fad that just fell out of favor it would then furby's kind of takes that webkins hit and they come back in 2012 and now i don't know if it's i don't think it's with the first one but they eventually become compatible with an app on your phone or tablet i believe it's still it's furby connect is what this is that so furby connect doesn't drop i don't believe until 2016 so in 2012, they just come out and they have, they're a little bit, have more capabilities. They can move, uh, which they could not do the first time around. They can like bend at the waist. Don't like love that. Bow. Oh, it was not fun to see in the video. Um, and now they have specifically seven different personalities that they can switch between. So like before so, there was like something where like it said like your Furbies can like learn personalities and it was like kind of a gimmick. It wasn't really true. Now they can learn personalities and they can swap between them and like have this like seizure and then change. 
Um, and their eyes are LED and can emote better now. You got really yes. excited. What were you going to say? So, okay. So, um, I, you know, the website WikiHow. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that like always gives you pictures mm-hmm. of, of like how to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, I found one that is how to turn your Furby evil. <laughs> Method one, set your Furby down in front of you. <laughs> Two, place your finger in the Furby's mouth and press down on the tongue gently. <laughs> Overfeeding your Furby is the fastest way to turn it evil. Wriggle your finger in the Furby's mouth for one minute. I can't see your face. I really want to see your face while I'm reading this. (laughs) Um, Two, wait for your Furby to go crazy before taking your finger out of its mouth. (laughs) Number five, enjoy your evil evil Furby. (laughs) Those are instructions on assaulting a Furby. Yes, and there's pictures too. (laughs) No. Oh my God. Does Furby it's, have a lawyer? <laughs> like, so it's this little boy in like suspenders or later hosen or something like that. <laughs> it's later hosen. I, I'm calling it. It has to be. And the, you see it like stick his finger in his mouth, and then like for the one minute you see it wriggling around, and then and then in the fourth step, the Furby has the pupils are like different sizes, and it's like clearly woozy, and then it gets really angry. Um, and then a little girl shows us method number two that works on the Furby boom. Um, unlike evil Furby 2012, the evil slash feisty Furby boom is female. Uh, so you turn the Furby upside down, <laughs> which then it says your Furby may think this is funny at first and giggle or laugh. Don't worry. It will eventually turn evil. You turn the Furby right side up again. Your Furby may think that this is funny. However, after a while, my suit changed its mind. You keep flipping it upside down and right side up. And after about a minute, it'll decide to turn feisty. Your Furby may cry and act sick while you are flipping it. Don't take pity on it. Keep flipping it. (laughs) Don't take pity on it. Like, WikiHow is basically, like, it, this shouldn't be how to turn your Furby evil. It should be how to torture your Furby. I, I mean, the thing is, though, you know that they had to write that because somebody wrote in and was like, I, I felt bad for it. I couldn't keep going for a minute. No, commit. We're Don't take an pity on it. <laughs> oh, that just, no. That just, but yeah, you're right. Like, what you did with it could, like, now can really mm-hmm. change its mood and, yeah, the 2016 version now, <clears throat> excuse me, they have a whole, like, they have huge ears and oh, there's yeah. a whole they app get, and they get you weird. can connect with friends and you can, like, go into play games and things like that, which makes sense. Yeah. Like, that, that's a really logical evolution, but I honestly did not realize that Furbies, like, still existed, though I did see that collecting them, there are people that still very much collect the classic Furbies. Yes. Now, before you get that far, I do want to say two things. Actually, three, maybe four things. Uh, one thing well, is... Make it 10. I'll make it 10. <laughs> um, I, I think Furbies are gone. From what I can tell, they're gone. I think they're gone again, which I get, it feels like a calm before the storm. Let me just double check. I thought I, I went everywhere. Like, I checked websites. I was like, I want to make sure I... I knew, like, I checked Amazon, and Amazon was selling them for extreme price. Yeah, yeah, um, no, you, yeah. You, these you, are pretty you cannot much, buy them. Yeah. Oh, there's a Chewbacca one called Furbacca. Oh no! Oh, um, that's kind of cute. So I'm pretty. Okay, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Furbies are pretty much out. So you mentioned the Furby Boom or Furby Boom, um, which they came out in between 2012 and 14. They came out with like two different kinds of Furbies, and one of them had a 
a set personality. Like it, it was always going to be feistier. It was always going to be happy or whatever. So it made it like easier. And then the Furby boom had a wider variety of pat- uh, patterns, more personalities. And that's when the phone app comes into play. In 14, they released Furblings, which are baby Furbies, which are meant to be specifically paired with Furby booms. And they'll let you can enjoy a Furbling on your own, but like it's supposed to pair with, Furby booms. And then in 2016, they get these really weird ones, which cost nearly a hundred dollars. Oof. That's how expensive this like 2016 Furby gets. Um, and this is when Furby I think the these Furbies were called Furby Connect, and then they had the Furby Connect app. They're super expensive, and then there's this app and this game thing that you can play along with your Furby, and it gets very like a lot of toys, like it needs to have, needs to have, I say with air quotes, on a, a digital kind of companion ability to it. Yeah. I, I, I think they tried to like capture the nostalgia where you're getting the millennials that will buy Furby connect for their kids. But hate to say this, if you want millennials to buy something, you cannot price it at a hundred dollars. No, no. And also <laughs> I don't think the Furby is the thing we all want back in our homes. No, um, I don't think so. We'll get to that though. We'll get to that. <laughs> like you said, to your point of, I'm so sorry. Before you go on, yes, I just scrolled down on the WikiHow page, and there was a question that was, "Why would I want to do this?" And the community answer was, "Some people think it is funny. However, you do not have to do this if you do not want to." Wow! Thanks for thanks. Thanks thanks for making me know I can not listen to the WikiHow. Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue. I'll stop scrolling around now. You're good. Please keep scrolling. Um, I love this like on spot information. Um, so like I I always like to check out eBay and to see like if you can buy the product, like what, how much would it be? There's a page dedicated to successful Furby purchasing on eBay. Oh, like it's a whole page. It's organized by the different kinds of Furbies and price points and what you're looking for and their rarity because it's that intense. This Furby collecting. There's also a blog to um, help you avoid buying a counterfeit Furby. There are counterfeit there Furbies. Are counterfeit Furbies. What makes a Furby counterfeit? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's spelled with two B's and an E. <laughs> maybe um, that would be more collectible though because I mean, of based off of the. I didn't d- dig that much deeper because I went to the website or the little blog and it was just the pictures of a lot of these clearly are not Furbies. They're clearly not Furbies. Okay, this one's this one looks like a Furby, but it has like it's in the wrong box. Like the Furby box was, you know, like a tube. This also yeah, has yeah. this also has hands. Furbies oh. didn't have hands. Worse. Um <laughs> And then, like, the, they're too fluffy. They have really big teddy bear-like feet. This one um, has a sewn-on bill. This one looks like a weird Beanie Baby situation. Uh, the, again, the boxes are, are weird, or they're, like, really off-brand-looking things. Okay, um, wow. So, so really a good good resources in the Furby collecting community. Yeah, so, I mean, if you ever... Yeah, I, I'm sure there's, like, closer fake Furbies, and there's, like a way to tell but like really it just looks like people like make really janky furbies that like, i want to collect go, this the, is janky furbies. Furbies. the janky that's furbies that's what i want to collect <laughs> but yeah so what were you going to say about the collecting of furbies um, i guess more like okay if i want to start a collection what am i looking at like how much do i have to spend oh great question so furbies on ebay they range drastically in price 
Um, you can buy vintage Furbies, like the original 90s ones. I saw like a pack of three. Like that was the thing. It was an actual like three pack of Furbies. And they were selling that for a hundred bucks. Well, that's um, not bad. Which isn't bad. So I mean, the, I'm not and were, paying for that, but that's correct. not bad. And there's there were like single Furbies that were under a hundred. There were some special ones that cost about a hundred dollars. Um, in that range, and they were singular Furbies. And there's one, I'm not gonna lie, I almost want it. I don't, I'm not spending a hundred dollars on it, but it was dressed like a little wizard. Like it oh. had like a little top hat and a cape, and it was kind of I was like, I kind of want wizard Furby. And then he'll like kill me and, and feed me to Satan, <laughs> as Furbies tend to do. There was like a court jester Furby that again, I was like, it looks so weird. I kind of want it. Yeah, and it's only because yeah. I've done the research on it. And I remember them. I'm nostalgic. And I for- I'd forgotten like there was like wedding Furby. Like they had these different looks and outfits. Um, but yeah, it just kind of depends on what kind of Furby you want. The newer ones are going to cost more because they're more likely to work. And they, you know, there's the app, there's all that. Um, but the older ones are technically going to be a little less there. It's, it kind of almost feels like Beanie Babies where everyone thought Beanie Babies are going to end up being super. Ex- another thing again, and I know people have asked us to do Beanie Babies. Yeah, um, I, I, we'll, we'll, we will definitely get to that. But it's kind of like Beanie Babies where I think I wonder if people were like, this, these will be worth something one day. And they're really like, I mean, they are, but they're not. And who the heck is buying a hundred dollar for, I mean, I guess the collectors or the horrible people. I love how you said it's a nice community of Furby collectors. Because if you heard of the horrible word world of long Furby. No. Google that. Google it uh, right now. I'm very scared. And I'm going to watch you. Long Furby. Oh, long. oh, that's fun. Really? Oh, oh, uh, one of them is flipping me the bird. Uh, <laughs> wow, that is. People make those. People yeah. have to spend the time to make that. I have a friend who loves long Furbies. She wants to make one. And I told her if she does that, I'm not going to be her friend. One of them's going down a slide. One of them's very uh, eating a hot dog. One of them has a knife. Wow. I don't know. I don't I don't. I mean, I, I don't want one, but they don't. Uh, they, I, I, have you seen the one with like all the hands like it's a centipede? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like crawling on the like someone has set it up that's crawling on the wall. Yeah, this is wow. This is this is commitment. Um, this is this is very so like the, you know I, I I we we don't have time to get into this. I'm just, just yeah go go ahead and waste about five minutes of your day and just Google long Furby. It won't be bad. Like there's nothing bad that comes no. up. It just is. I mean I'll post a long Furby on our Instagram because oh, yeah, I yeah, hate myself yeah. so. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's all for the content. You know, it's it's, all, we're curating, we're curating, do we're doing our due diligence. So I guess the, the million dollar question, as we always ask, and we don't really have a good track record on this, but should this come back? Should they try to reinvent Furbies in some way? What do you think? No, I think Furbies have served their purpose. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat where I just don't if if Furby Connect didn't work, then I'm I don't know what the next iteration of that is. And ultimately now <gasps> I oh. just remembered something. I forgot to write it down. Oh my god, this this they I they might come back. Oh. I could see them coming back. So I don't know what year this happened. It had to have been rather recent. The Weinstein Film Company. Like Harvey Weinstein. Yes, yes, I saw this. Bought the rights to make a Furby movie. And then it yes. went bankrupt because of everything that happened. 
And some other film company bought all of their, like, just bought everything, like, bought out the company, stripped the name, and took all this content. And they haven't announced if they are going to continue that project. So at one point, there was a plan to make a Furby movie. If they go through with it, then they're going to come back. And that's the right time to bring them back. But in my opinion, Furbies, I mean, Furbies were created for kind of a reason. They were created to be this brand new exciting technology, to be an advancement on the Tamagotchi. Well, we've advanced, and then Webkins advances the Furby. So, well, I think now the market's saturated with pets that interact. Like, uh, I know, like there are actual animals, cats, dogs, like fake ones that you mm-hmm. can get that act like a real dog or a real cat. Mm-hmm. You can get robotic dogs and robotic cats and robotic, I'm sure, robotic birds. Like you can get pets and and with ai and how we're fast we're we're progressing with technology it would not shock me if you know in 10 years you can buy a legit robotic dog that you can just have at your house like and Mm -hmm. and it would learn and like that that's that's not to me out of the out of the question so i just don't i just don't see how you're gonna bring back the furby and it just doesn't need to. It, it, it just, however, it, I have a que- million dollar question is if they came out with a Furby movie, are you going to see it? You're going with me. <laughs> and we're going to do a special about it. Oh, uh, oh, you know, OK, I'll commit to that. If they do release a Furby movie, Chris and I will go and see it and we will do a, a bonus podcast episode. And you'll get our full review of the Furby movie. We actually, I think we actually should already do that. Um, I might be promising us to something here. But I think I mentioned it in the finale that they're making a really Wonka prequel. Oh, yes. I think you and I should go see that and do a bonus episode about that movie. Because we talked about the only reason the Wonka bar should come back is if they were to do another movie. And they're okay. doing one, so I feel like we need to like honor that and go. See okay, it. okay, I'll, I'll I'll commit. I love movies, so really, it's like that. That would probably be easier to swallow than the Furby movie. Y- you know, you're not wrong, but I would go for the to just to be in that much pain. Like I don't know what the plot now. of like the the plot of the Furby movie. I don't know how it's not a horror movie where it's like Chucky, except it's a Furby. <laughs> well, that movie exists. It's called Gremlins. Yeah, that's the. I mean, it's but. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the Furby has to become sentient. And well, I think I think the Furby connect. I feel like I think that was like a universe, like a Furby world, like a Furby town. Like, I feel like it was like that was the thing, like almost like Neopets. Oh, that that was my interpretation of it. I did not dive deep into the Furby lore. That is one thing. And I don't feel like I need to. No. Yeah. Not at all. So as usual, it's just I I just I, I don't know. It's it's I think. With these discontinued products, I think we have so much nostalgia for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and so like in the moment, like just if you were to just mention Furbies to someone on the streets, like, yeah, oh, my gosh, though, I would love those. But then when you like do the research and really think about it. It's not you, you go, wait a minute. No, I don't want those back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want. D- does anyone really want Furbies back in their houses? Mm-hmm. Do, do I do I really want my five year old playing with a Furby? Heck no do not want that i've got enough creepy toys my goodness there was there was one that my wife wife's grandmother got that was this um and don't worry she's terrible with technology there's no way she's figuring out a podcast um (laughs) um, it was like this 
dancing thing that was that would red orange yellow and green and it 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 was it was very annoying <laughs> it disappeared my uh when i was a kid i had a toy like that i actually wanted what well, was a game and i actually would love to do an episode about this called chicken limbo um <gasps> I know chicken limbo. You do? No one ever knows yes. what chicken limbo is. My dad, it was a very annoying toy where the chicken would balk. Yeah. Um, and my dad once said, oh, um, I need to change the batteries. It's And he took it and he like smacked it with a hammer several times. And much like the Furby, it wouldn't die. <laughs> Did wouldn't he try die. holding it upside down and then turning it right side up and then doing that for at least a minute? I don't not think he wanted on it i don't think he wanted to anger chicken limbo i think that was the opposite of what he wanted to do um but one thing i do want to say before we kind of sign off and close up the museum since we both we seem very in um the same state of mind about this not coming back um i do want to say to honor the furby furby is on time magazine's list of 100 best toys of all time it is considered one of the greatest toys of all time. And I actually agree with that based off of what it was for its time period. Other fun things, like I just kind of skimmed through the list and a couple of these caught my eye. They made me laugh. Legos are on that list. Uh, the 1930s stuffed Mickey Mouse is on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Red Rider BB gun, like the oh, Christmas yeah. story is on there. Uh, Mr. Potato Head is on there. Yes. And Buzz Lightyear is on there. Oh, I mean, that does not surprise me. You want to know what the top-selling toy has been every holiday season since 1995? Buzz Lightyear. Year that Frozen came out? Buzz Lightyear. Year that other hit movies came out? Buzz Lightyear. The amount of Buzz Lightyears that people buy is insane. It's just funny to me that Buzz is one of the greatest toys, but Woody isn't. Yeah, Woody was just never as... It was It was Buzz. It was Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. It's, it's very funny that like the movie very much follows how the product sells. Like Buzz is the one that everybody wants. Um, Also, Um, Buzz Lightyear has been to outer space. Like NASA requested he go on a mission. So Buzz Lightyear has actually been in space. Did you hear that Disney's doing a prequel Buzz Lightyear movie? I'd actually watch that. Yeah, it's Chris Evans is voicing. It's called Lightyear and Chris Evans is going to voice Buzz Lightyear. Why is uh, Tim Allen not voicing Buzz Lightyear? Um, I believe Tim Allen has made some unfortunate statements oh and, god damn and <laughs> whoops just beep that out come on tim like why are you I, ruining my childhood i believe that has happened i don't know that for sure so that's very hearsay but i believe they are trying to move away from tim allen oh, no. which well, is unfortunate because tim allen i like um well what i have to say is unai Weloniwe. Oh no, what does that mean? That is furbish for go to sleep now. <laughs> well, I think it's probably time for us to go to sleep. But before we go to sleep, Matt, where can everyone find us? Oh man, it's been a minute since I've done this. So hopefully I get this it. right. You can email us. I, th- I got I to gotta practice. Uh, you can email us at discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. On Twitter, it is at discontinuedpod. And uh, on Instagram, it is at discontinued on display. We'll be throwing up all these pictures and other stuff of creepy Furbies. So don't forget to reach out to us and let us know your comments on the Furby. If you had a Furby, all that good stuff. And most importantly, let us know what toys you would like us to talk about this season. We got 12 episodes. Well, 11. This is number one of 12. You know, we got 11 other episodes to fill. 
Um, and we love to talk about things you guys want us to talk about. It really gives us a lot of fuel when we're doing that research to learn yeah, a little bit absolutely. more about it. And uh, as always, um, if you have not done so, rate and review us if you're on please. Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you're on, subscribe, follow, whatever it is. Um, it really does help us. We are noticing uh like thank you to those of you that are doing that we are noticing that like people are texting us and saying hey i just got your podcast as a suggestion of like something you might like or yeah. in this uh like uh, uh search thing so that's all thanks to you all that, of subscribing and rating and reviewing so thank you for doing that we're we got rip roaring good season ahead of us i'm so excited um more insane stories that we can we can tell you about and you know ways to make your Furby evil and <laughs> oh no I love it I love it I love it I love it alright I think we're closing up shop for the night yep we will see you all next time bye everybody Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.